The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Hey, friendo, Steve here. LR. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Available wherever podcasts can be found. And of course, tape live at the Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash Stephen Larson. It's holiday week part two. So we're going to uh, we're going to be live Monday, Wednesday. Oh, sorry, Monday, Tuesday and Wednesday. As usual, Thursday yeah. and Friday, we're taking those days off. Uh, yeah. But uh, just like in today's news beef episode, it's Monday, so we're going to run down Rampage and SmackDown, talk about what happened in those and yeah, what yeah, yeah. implications that could have. For you just want to talk about you just want to talk about Cody winning that TNT top. Oh man, it's a beautiful view here from Cody Island. The possibilities with the TNT title are endless. Thank you for bringing that up. We'll talk about that well, a little bit it's here. Bound to happen at some point. Oh man, I love it. It's great. So proud of my dude Cody. He's amazing. I'm thinking. I'm looking at this area right here, right here, man. Oh, right that I encourage. Please yeah. do that. Yeah, please the, do that. The American Nightmare tattoo. Yeah, it's great. Please, good do stuff. That. I might do it. We'll please. see. We'll see please. what happens. Please. Um. So, yeah, the that was awesome. But we'll talk about that in a second. Uh. Of course, up right now is our SummerSlam 2005 review. Go check that out at the channel, yes, and of course, please. wherever podcasts can be found. Coming up this week, we've got. The Friendo Awards, uh, that's in the bag, and uh, we've got uh, predictions. Uh, predictions will be going We're up. We'll film record the predictions that at some week. point this week. Yeah, I actually wrote down a bunch of predictions. Oh, I have none yet. I'll, I'll come up with those about fifteen minutes before we start. I've got some softballs. Do I have anything? I'm trying to think. What's my most? Uh, did I? Do I still have? You're gonna go on a limb on, on on any of them? I got a couple soft. Oh, here we go. Uh, let's see here. That's a softball. That's a softball. Ah, this is kind of going out of a limb. Uh, at this point, nothing as ballsy as saying CM Punk and Brian Danielson are coming to AEW. Those were those are my home runs last year, and those absolutely, man, I'm really proud of both those ones. Uh, nothing on that level. Nothing as huge as that from last year. All right. But I'm Very trying well. to go realistic. I'm trying to go realistic. So, yeah, I got what? One, two, three, four, five. I got five of them. That should be fun. All right. Good. Yeah, yeah. Usually we do five. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, good stuff. That's pretty much it. Let's go ahead and dive into uh, what's sure. going on in the news. We get, is this COVID thing still around? Is this still a thing, Larson? Yeah, it still is a thing. What's up with that? It still is a thing. So, I believe it was PW Insider reported last week. WWE were starting to get hit by this latest wave of COVID because of it. This weekend, several top superstars 
uh, missed the December 26th live events, according to Fightful, that would be announced prior to shows at MSG, Madison Square Garden, and uh, Tampa's Amelie Arena, that Big E, Bianca Belair, Bobby Lashley, Zelina Vega, Seth Rollins, Becky Lynch, Roman Reigns, Shinsuke Nakamura, and Xavier Woods were all pulled from the shows due to, quote, the effects of COVID-19. So Meltzer noted on Twitter the following, quote, just to note that not everyone off tonight's WWE shows tested positive. There are people being kept off the shows who haven't tested positive to minimize risks. So the pay-per-view headliners are are at less risk of having to miss the event on Saturday. WrestleVotes adds, quote, regarding the availability of talent for this weekend's day one pay-per-view, source told me this morning that if the show was tonight, multiple matches would have to be changed. Good thing the event isn't until Sunday. WWE is hopeful they can keep the card as is all fluid at this time. Uh, we haven't gotten any official confirmation from anybody uh, as far as their testing status, but we may have gotten maybe confirmation at least one of the talents listed as missing the shows this weekend may have tested positive. Seth Rollins tweeted Sunday after the Chicago Bears defeated the Seattle Seahawks, I believe, quote, Merry COVID Christmas to me. I love football. He only says I love football after a Bears win. Um, there's also, a, I don't want to get too deep into the specifics. We like to let yes news outlets that make their living off of this stuff. We like to give them some room to breathe before we divulge too much stuff. There is yes. a, a report from Fightful Select that's just dropped, uh, I don't know, within the past hour or so that indicates several top talent in the company or talent in the company, uh, uh, received an email that they were informed that weekly testing isn't required anymore. Uh, Fightful sex ads were not told if there was a vaccination qualifier out of that ruling. I would imagine that email is probably, you would hope so. Unsent. You would hope that would be, (laughs) I would think that email is going to be unsent at some point. Oh yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. You think at this juncture, especially if they're getting hit or there's the, the chance that matches for this day one pay-per-view, what's they're trying to make a huge thing. Are going to be in jeopardy. You you think and you would hope they would instead of pulling back on their testing efforts, they'd redouble said efforts. You know, yeah. yeah. Like it it we're not out of the woods yet. You got to keep up with your testing protocols to keep your talent safe, to keep the fans safe, to keep everybody safe. Yeah, and yeah. it's it's confusing when we're you know just seemingly getting into this next wave. That they'd be like, nah, nah, don't test anymore. That seems weird to me. It is really weird. It is. I, mean, I, I don't look. I don't know what the. I'm not there. I don't get these emails. Exactly. It, it, it's it's odd to me that that would be the case. I mean, I do. I, you would think that given that so many venues these days require proof of vaccination. Yes. Um. That. And and there was there there were rumors that were unsubstantiated that for obvious reasons never really came to light in terms of specifics that some of the releases in the last wave were due to a refusal to vaccinate. Um, And given that many venues, it's not even in the WWE's hands, many venues require that now. Um, That's that's the reason that Kyrie Irving is is not playing home games. It's like, okay, if you're not playing home games for the next, it's like you can't do your job if you're going to refuse to be vaccinated. So it's your choice, but you're not going to have a job here. And that, that makes sense. Um, so yeah, it's, it's, you know, this Omicron thing 
is uh, there's a, still a lot unknown about it. Obviously, if you're, I mean, the bottom line is, you know, if, you, if you're not vaccinated, you have a much better chance of a getting it. I mean, if you're vaccinated, mm-hmm. you can still get it, but it mm-hmm. prevents you. The vaccination prevents you, and the booster pre- prevents you from hospitalization and and death. You know, uh, it's I don't know. I don't. There's all sorts of numbers floating around out there, but it's something like 97 percent of the people, the yeah, majority of the people yeah. in the hospitals from COVID are unvaccinated, and some mm-hmm. of the stories uh, are absolutely heart wrenching. Mm-hmm. You know, when when they're in there and then, you know, they're begging to be vaccinated, but it's like it's too late. It's horrible. It's it's so um, as far as day one pay-per-view, I mean, it's smart for them, even if they haven't. If, if you know, if, if certain people haven't been, you know, you want to with make sure that you have that pay-per-view go down and keep them off your shows. If you need to keep them off your shows, especially yeah. live shows, yeah. and nobody's, you know, yeah. Yeah, have them do uh, send a match chat questions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, do promos on their phone or something, and yeah, have them send it in. You know, mm-hmm. there's ways. There's ways you could keep people involved in the show, and, uh, and 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 not exactly have to have them there in the venue. Yeah, yeah. Have you watched that show, uh, Station Eleven, on HBO? Have not watched it yet. Good show. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, yeah, anyways, we'll, we'll, we'll monitor the situation, see what's going yes. on. And, uh, yeah, yes. day uh, one's only pff, a week away, less than a week away now. Less than that. Uh, we, we'll have a raw preview later. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, obviously there'll probably be some rewrites. <laughs> oh, yeah. Expect some changes. You from, know, from what has been announced or what was announced last week. Sometimes when WWE's back is, is up against the wall and they're forced to make big changes, you get more fun shows. You get shows that feel a little looser. They might mm-hmm. have, oh, hey, this match, we're going to make this five minutes. We'll make it 15 now. Go out mm-hmm. there and, and put on a, you know, a, a late match of the year candidate. Yeah. Um, so maybe we'll get P- a better PW Insider had a thing on saying even uh, pro- you know, producers backstage had, had been hit too. And so they were down a lot of producers. Everybody's getting hit these days. I you know, know. This, this Omicron thing is just blasting through everybody. It really is. It um, really is. So yeah, it's uh, it's it's scary stuff out there. All we can recommend, yep. and I got no problem. If we drop subs, whatever. Get vaccinated. Yes, you know? please. Get boosted. It's just yep. it's the only way this is gonna this is gonna end up going anywhere. Uh, let's talk about happier news. Happier days are here. Cody Rhodes once again has a title around his waist. Oh, it feels good, man. It feels. I'll be honest. You know, I I even on Christmas Day called up the enforcer was like hey buddy i know it's christmas i ain't doing shit because we do most of our stuff christmas eve and christmas morning let's 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 hang out on christmas day let's watch rampage he was like i'm in so we watched rampage oh man in the main event cody took that title there in greensboro to a fan response took that took that definitely a response sammy guevara Oh man, I was gonna say. You actually, did you watch Rampage? Yeah, I watched Rampage. Oh. I had time to watch Rampage. I didn't have time to watch SmackDown. I mentioned uh, I don't have a, a, a series recording set for SmackDown. Oh, so. speaking of SmackDown, just really quick yeah. before what we're gonna talk about what happened on SmackDown. Yeah. But uh, I have a real world example of uh, of 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 the effects of of Happy Corbin on on my viewing because it okay. was Christmas Eve. I was actually watching SmackDown. Family was like, you know, at first they weren't paying attention to what I was watching on the TV because I'm very sly like that. And then they some somebody noticed. Wait, oh, were you watching it on your huge 70 inch TV? No, no, we were at my parents' house. They have like a 42. Gotcha. 
And gotcha. so, because uh, okay. I got this so old school. Sly watching something on a 70. 70- Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. The Angie's List You Know and Trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. TV. Well, no, they don't pay it. They're like me. They don't pay attention. It's in the blood, man. All right. Fair enough. So like, no, they got this old school uh, like wall unit, you know, uh, with like shelves and stuff. But yeah. like, yeah. it's so old school that like 42 inches was huge back then. Totally. And I'm like, would you guys get rid of this thing? Get like a modern setup so you can get like a giant TV because you're old. You can't see right. Uh, and my, my dad in his man cave, he's got like a 55, which he probably should upgrade that as well. But I'm sitting the there. Besides the room, 55 could be, could be plenty, could be plenty TV. Nah, man, no, not even close. Not today. Uh, so I'm sitting there and it's like Charlotte versus Tony storm. Decent match. They don't have the best chemistry in the world, but there are some pretty hard hitting spots in that match. Mm-hmm. And they mm-hmm. were kind of into that, you know? After an initial refusal, they were like, oh, what are you doing? You get this mainly come from Lacey. Oh, you watch this all the time. Can't we take a break from this? I'm like, number one, I rarely watch it in front of you. So why are you complaining right now? Um, And then, of course, Bama gets in on the action. I change it for a second. They stop paying attention. I change it back. And so then Happy Corbin shows up. And instantly I know I'm going to be so embarrassed. This is a bad example of wrestling. I changed the channel because I didn't want them to see that. And sure enough, I think he was like doused with eggnog or something. Yeah, that was at the the main during the main event, right? I don't know. I don't want to watch that stuff. It's terrible. It's awful. It is. So I changed it. It it. is bad. To spare my family the secondhand embarrassment of watching this stuff. Wow. Uh, How? But uh, you know, uh, as far as rampage, let's get back to that. We talked about SmackDown afterwards. Uh, A fun hour of wrestling television. 
Yeah, culminated in Cody winning that TNT title. We kind of saw that coming anyways. It was a good match, though. Well, no, Maybe I don't... Was a good match. I didn't... Well, okay, so we knew from the spoilers that night. I was very excited going into that. I was like, hey, I'll probably do a Christmas thing. Um, but heading into... The, when, when the match was announced... Uh, we we figured, hey, this might get a wonk finish. You know, maybe this is this will lead into a thing. I mean, yeah, you obviously it's like Charlie Brown at this point. Don't bet against Cody. Yeah. At least don't bet about don't never bet against Cody. Making it about himself. So even if there was a wonk yeah. finish, we knew it was going to be about Cody. Yeah, but yeah, this is uh, obviously I'm not surprised, but I'm a little bit surprised at how underwhelming they booked Sammy Guevara's TNT title run. It'll be interesting yeah. to know if anybody asks that question down the line. Hey, hey, Tony, uh, Steve from uh, from Wrestle Juice, also going in raw. Oh wow! I have a really? question, sir. <laughs> well, here's the thing: Do you want to walk into somebody else's house and say, "Hey, I'm on a show that's named after your competition's show"? We got to change that name in 2022, man. Anyways, you think so, Tony? I've got a question. Steve from Wrestle. We got four days to, to make our mind what it's going to be if we're going to start the new year or the fresh start. Uh, Tony, uh, well, what happened there? Miro dropped it, and then Sammy picked it up. He got Fuego a new car, and then uh, Cody got it without really anything going on. Like Sammy uh, had mm. matches against Tony Nice, a couple other up uh, uh, Jay Lethal, a couple others, but like nothing to write home about. I'm curious what happened there. Yeah, me too. I have no idea. Because, yeah, you seem like... You That'd be great if that was his answer. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, me too. Yeah. I have no idea. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Because uh, he had meaningful reigns with that title. Cody's had two. Brody Lee's had one. Or had one. Uh, 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 Darby had one. Or he was defending that title every week. Mm-hmm. You know? That uh, was his story. He was getting burnt out from defending know, it so much. I know. Yeah. Miro had one. That was great. He prized that title. Yeah. That title meant everything to him. Yeah, it was bequeathed to him from God. So, yeah, yeah. It allowed and him then, to have sex with his wife. Yeah, and then and then and then uh, uh, Sammy gets it, and there doesn't seem to be like a story involved with him having the belt. Now, everybody else had a story about them having the belt, right? Save for for Sammy. Yeah, and so by that measure, it seemed like it was kind of a. I'm sure it was. I'm sure it meant a lot to Sammy, but from a viewer of AEW television, it felt like a, compared to the other Reigns, a bit hollow because mm-hmm. there's no overarching story about that belt. It didn't feel like no Sammy yeah. having that belt. It didn't feel like technically transitional, but it also felt like there was buyer's remorse. It it, it kind of felt that way. By the time they got around, it's like they said, "Hey, let's do this." And I do kind of wonder, and this is totally fine. I wonder if you know Tony Khan has spoken in the past about um, <clears throat> how like 60, 65% or whatever his number was that he threw out there, most of it, the majority, uh, is pre-planned booking in AEW. He's got stories in mind. Uh, The rest of it, especially given the changing landscape where they're signing people, at at a certain point people are going to be going on to to greener pastures for themselves. Um, There might be some turnover in the company. You got to keep some aspects of it, you would think, fluid, loose. Uh, and, And in the case of TNT, a title, I've always sort of wondered if, okay, is this the title that they can try to keep prestigious, but at the same time, because there's so many people coming in and out, maybe that can be the title where they could be a bit looser with. He had said earlier, his first four champions, he pretty much knew AEW champions. He knew where they were going to be. I Mm -hmm. sense that that's not the case with the TNT title. You sort of go, and I wonder if Cody has, you know, hey, Tony, 
uh, I don't know where you're planning on going with Sammy Guevara, but I got an idea. I have an idea. Tony's like, what is it? You put it on me. <laughs> and then we'll go from there. Well, that was the same idea you had last time, Cody. Yeah, he's in time before that, too. Um, so, but that being said, Cody's still a high-profile member of the AEW roster. Obviously, obviously and, and he gets a fan reaction. Yeah, and oh, man. Oh, I so wanted that. I, but that pedigree's got to come at the right moment. We were talking in the pre-show. Somebody on Twitter, I don't know who, and I apologize, mentioned that maybe Cody's going to kick things up with Sting. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's where he's going to drop the pedigree on Sting in reference to WrestleMania 31. Last time he got buried by that company, yeah. um, which we were there for. That was actually a really fun match. But It was a, it was a fun f- match. The, the, the outcome should have been different. Yeah, absolutely. Sting, Sting should have 100% won. won that. Sting should have won that. Uh, before we get into the breakdown of the show, uh, uh, Excalibur mentioned it on Rampage uh, this weekend, 26 to be exact, also marks the, the one year since the passing of Brody Lee. Yes. Um, still still horribly sad, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, uh, there was a lot of really touching uh, memorials to Brody over the weekend. Uh, Big E had an extensive one that he wrote. I saw that, um, yeah. And uh, people are remembering Brody, and that's 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 great. No, it, it know, really he, is. He had a massive impact on on the industry and on seemingly everybody he met, and it seemed like that'll never be forgotten. So even even in his passing, he had a massive impact. I mean, CM Punk has basically said, "I saw how AEW treated that situation mm-hmm. and his family, and it made me really want to go there." Um, and uh, and yeah, there's been all sorts of great tributes. Uh, while I was doing a, a goof off stream. This weekend, I, I was like, people started talking about him in the chat. I just loaded up a quick, quick mini smash zone of uh, of uh, that great promo of his, you know, the thirst trap one, so which was just amazing. And it just, it's it's ultimately sad because his family was robbed of a father. It's mm-hmm. Sad for us fans because we were robbed of seeing him fulfill his potential, which he never yeah. really did in WWE. Yeah, tremendous talent, absolutely, absolutely tremendous talent. Yeah. Oh, the, the, the by all stuff. accounts, a, a, a great dude. So. Chucking, chucking those papers at Silver's yeah. head. Oh man, yeah. so good. The Sioux stuff, yeah. so good. Awesome. Uh, so yeah, other uh, events that went down on Rampage: Jungle Boy uh, beats uh, Isaiah Cassidy uh, with snare trap. So uh, Jungle Boy had not only rib tape, but his leg was taped up, and man. they credited over over training. The, for those injuries this was the worst i'm sorry i i like jungle boy quite a bit this was the worst rib tape i've ever seen it was nowhere near his actual ribs no it was around what you know it was around his well he doesn't really he technically has a gut but it was around his like like the lowest part of his like the lower two abs yeah. it was around it's that even, yeah it was even south of the short ribs. so yeah yeah there's no ribs there no. Well, that's where DDP usually had it. He had it around. Oh, man. Come on. It might have barely touched the short ribs. But, His like, shit was over the here. short ribs, man. Maybe. Barely. Piper had it Maybe. right. That dude had it up to his nipples. Yeah, that's where it's supposed to be. Yeah. Uh, for, uh, for true rib tape, yes. But, yeah, Jungle Boy got the win. Isaiah Cassidy's tapped to a snare trap. It was a good match, though. It was a really good match. Yeah. Uh, we had another great Miro promo. Man, he's so good. Mm-hmm. He's mm-hmm. so damn good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's the best. He is the best. Uh, pretty much, he's just saying, "I'm gonna come back. No flaws. God can't stop me." Everybody, this was a great line. Everyone's about to find out that redemption doesn't come with a smile; it comes with a price. Man, that's good. That's good stuff. 
It's all good Great. stuff. Walking around the Great. Matrix. It's awesome. Uh, uh, then we got yeah. Bear Bronson versus Hook. So there's been a lot of talk about the no-sell spot where Bear Bronson drops a, a hook with pile driver. Hook basically no-sells, gets right back up. Uh, I like that as a reference to, uh, I assume, a match between his dad and Jerry Lawler. Yeah. Jerry Lawler hits Taz with the pile driver. Taz no-sells. Saw that on Twitter as well. That was totally yeah. a reference to that. Yeah, a lot of yeah. what he does is a reference to his dad. Hook's mm-hmm. awesome, man. I, I think that you know they got him in there with the right opponents. Uh, first, it was a smaller guy. Now, it's a bigger guy. Guys that have trained um, alongside him. Um, and, uh, and yeah, it, this was, this was a lot of fun. His presence, uh, everything about him, man, he's, this kid's, he's got it. I'm, I'm really mm-hmm. interested to see where they're going to take him. But so far he's proven that whether he wanted to get into wrestling or not, it's in his blood. Yeah. <laughs> it's in his blood. He's got, he it. understands it from a performance aspect. He does. Yeah. A thousand percent. Absolutely. He understands how to carry himself, what his character is, how he portrays that character in yeah. the ring. He gets all that. Yeah. He's fundamentally seemingly very fluid. Yeah. Now it, can he, can he put on a 20 minute match and tell a really compelling story that remains to be seen? Well, that remains know, to be seen. You got to give him time, you know, this is now, obviously I'm not, I'm not expecting him to, Go in there and, and and drop a five star classic in this third match. Obviously not, but you know week by week they're showing more of what he can do. He has some impressive spots against Bear Bronson. Yeah, that that Tazplex was great. Yeah, it was. Yeah, um, it was awesome. Um, so yeah, this is all about his development, seeing where he can go, and eventually, you know, maybe at double or nothing or, or all out next year, someone will push him for, to like a lengthy competitive bout. And absolutely. we get to see what he can really do from a storytelling perspective. Yeah. No, absolutely, man. Um, Anyways, he won with Taz mm-hmm. Mission. Red Rum, yeah. that's what they're Red called. Red Rum. Yeah, it's called Taz Mission. Uh, let's see here. What? What? Getting very particular about the names of these moves. Taz Mission is such a great name. It is Why a Why would you name. change it? Like, you know, just shout out your dad. It's all good. Just make it in his own. Taz Mission. Red Rum. Red Rum's a good name, though. It it's, is. It's murder backwards, you know. Uh, <laughs> that's true. It is red rum. That's factual. Red rum. Uh, after that, we had and uh, where does where does the, the Shining rank on your list of Kubrick films? Uh, kind of middle of the pack. Kind of middle of the pack, right? He had some better ones. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> after that, we had an Eddie Kingston pro. What's at the bottom of your Kubrick list? It's Barry Lyndon, right? Yeah. To be fair though, I haven't I haven't seen all that. <laughs> after that, we had an Eddie Kingston promo. I ain't mad at you, Daniel Garcia, for rolling me up. Next week, he's got Ortiz and Santana with him for a six-man tag match. 2.0 uh, uh, suggests they'll take them out like they did Jericho. Uh, mm-hmm. That should be fun stuff. Eddie Kingston's yeah. like, he's he's in my top five right now at the moment. I just, oh, he's, he's great. He's so good. He's, he's so great. good. Uh, then we had a really great match between Chris Statlander and Layla Hirsch. This was a lot of fun. Oh, this was a really terrific match. Yeah, this was this was really good stuff. They went pretty long with this. Yeah, uh, Statlander gets the win after Hirsch taps out to a spider crab. Yeah, that was great. Uh, then we got our customary pre-main event interview with Mark Henry. Uh, Arn did all the talking for Cody. Oh, Cody just stood there and glowed. He glowed. I know. I know. It was awesome. Yeah. And Sammy tried to make the case that Cody needed to win this match more than Sammy did. No. But. Hey, Sammy, this is still... You're lucky to be in this match, Sammy. You're still lucky to be in this. You were lucky the first Dynamite. You're lucky in this episode of Rampage. You're still lucky to be in that ring with Cody F. and Rhodes. And his oh, name wow. is Mr. Anderson, by the way. Not Arn. You can call him Arn. His name is Mr. Anderson. My goodness gracious. 
This isn't the Matrix. I can call him Arn. What? I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to Sammy. That's what Arn said in this promo. He said, first off, my name is Mr. Anderson to you, not Arn. <laughs> oh, I thought you're, you you trying to tell me that I can't call him Arn? Oh, no, I'm not yelling at you. I'm yelling at Sammy oh, right now. felt like you're yelling at me. And I don't appreciate well, I feel that. like you should probably call him Mr. Anderson. Now, I'm going to start Why? referring to him as Mr. Anderson. Do you think of course that, you are. Do you think that was a, like legitimate? you think that was a, a Matrix tie-in? They're owned by the same company. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> call me maybe. Mr. Anderson. You going to watch that Matrix movie? I don't know. I've heard so-so things about it. I have, and I, and I, you know, apart from the first Matrix films, I wasn't that into the, the the original trilogy. So, and even the first one, it's like it's it's all right. I've never been like the hugest fan of it. So, what you know, maybe something. It was pretty it. groundbreaking, but even at the time, I was like, oh, "This is cool." But yeah, you know, they're like people went over. You know, people really, really got into that shit. They did. They, they did. all just uh, want to think that hey, this is all just a simulation. You know, maybe, maybe. Uh, then we had the main event: Cody versus Sammy Guevara. This is a really good match. Uh, I appreciate that Sammy was out there busting. Uh, busting out Cody's own moves on him. Mm-hmm. Hits oh, with yeah. crossroads, yeah. Uh, a disaster kick. Uh, fun match. Wasn't enough, though. Uh, Sammy goes for a 630. Cody gets his knees up and destroys him with two crossroads and then kick to the gut, double underhook. Oh, is it pedigree? No. Oh, Tiger driver, 98. I, I can't wait. The tease is brilliant, though. The tease is absolutely brilliant. He gets him up there, and you're like, oh, my God, is it? Nope, Tiger driver, 98. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was good yep. stuff. That It'll happen, though. It'll, It'll happen. happen yeah. It'd be interesting if it was against Sting. Mm-hmm. But who knows? Yeah. Oh, boy. Boy, that'd be something else. You think Sting, at Sting's age, you think he can get up there for a, well, for a pedigree, for sure. That's kind of easy. Yeah, pedigree's sort of no put problem. Put your arms yeah. back in you. Yeah. Just land on your knees, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, we also Smackdown have some also SmackDown results here. Uh, I guess the, the, the biggest thing is sort of the most obvious one. Sami Zayn uh, uh, completed... Uh, won uh, the 12 days of Christmas 12-man gauntlet match to be number one contender to mm-hmm. Shinsuke Nakamura's Intercontinental Championship. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A fun bit with him and Ricochet there towards the finish, too. Uh, Ricochet had a good showing in the match. He defeated mm-hmm. Sheamus, Humberto Carrillo, and Jinder Mahal mm-hmm. before going down to Sami Zayn. Ricochet goes for, I think it was a shooting star press, uh, eight knees on it. Sami Zayn hit him with an exploder and a haluva kick to get the win mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I, I would I would expect Sammy is, is going to recapture the Intercontinental title at some point in I the near future. I hope so. Um, really hope Nakamura so. is great. They've done absolutely nothing with him since he won that belt. It's seemingly. a shame. I know. I don't get it. It's like, here we'll have Nakamura win the Intercontinental title, pair him up with Rick Boogs, and seemingly give the push to Rick Boogs. Yeah. Yeah. Don't yeah. get it. I don't get it either. Don't man. get it. I don't know. Don't, don't get know. it. Not at all. Not at all. Uh, another kind of interesting thing. The show kind of kicked off with a Paul Heyman interview where he was asked, you know, after getting fired by Roman Reigns last week on SmackDown, where does this leave you? What's next? And he's pondering, do I go to NXT, find some uh, some rookie, start representing, start all over again? Or is his career over? Uh, he talks about the embarrassment of getting fired publicly. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm sitting there trying to he keeps on talking about how uh, uh, the reason he told Roman Wade did because he was tr- he was trying to tell him the truth, the truth he didn't want to he- that Roman didn't want to hear, but he needed to. Um, and I, you know, is this all a setup for him to uh, to to eventually rejoin Roman? This was all just subterfuge to play mind games with Brock, or is it going to go the other way? You know, are we going to see a reunion between Brock and, and Heyman? I don't know. 
there's a decent amount of intrigue going into that match because of all this. I know, and I love it. I think it's great. I think it's one of the best things WWE has going right now. Um, I do appreciate you, you. I know you've noticed this. There does seem to be a bit more continuity. There's, there seems to be less, and and you just get it from how WWE main roster sort of treats as an entity controlled by Vince McMahon treats NXT. There seemed to be like resentment towards it before. Mm -hmm. And now with 2.0, there seems to be a bit more of, and granted, I mean, obviously it's because Vince and Bruce seem to have at the very least, they've set up what they want to see out of NXT. Yeah. And now there seems to be more continuity between the two brands. You got Riddle going over there. They're possibly sending Walter there. Um, Mm -hmm. Paul Heyman's talking about, should I go to NXT and find somebody there? An obvious name would be Solo Sokoa. Um, And who knows how that could factor into things. What if Paul were to start up his own bloodline centering around Solo Sokoa? That would be interesting. This guy with obviously a chip on his shoulder against his own family. Mm Mm-hmm. I don't think that's mm-hmm. going to happen. I think it's going to be a bit more cut and dry between Roman and Brock. He's going to choose which camp he goes to. I think day one's going to be pretty damn intriguing in terms of figuring out how that's going to go down. This mm-hmm. match, Roman and Brock, it's a big deal, and there's got to be some sort of big, just by virtue of that match happening, Paul Heyman being on the outside, there's going to be some big story beat there. You would think so. You would think so. I yeah, mean, there the, has to be because of, of all the talk of, of Brock and Roman have another match at Mania. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there has to be a major story beat going down at day one. Has to. The story of Roman has been there are certain guys that he could beat on his own. There are certain guys he can't. You know, Kevin Owens, he couldn't beat on his own. He needed all mm-hmm. that help. Mm-hmm. Brock's a guy who squarely falls in the category of Roman's got to have help to beat Brock. And like, I guess the most boring but least possible thing is Heyman just stays out of it all at day one. And I mean, I guess they would have to just do like a wonk DQ finish for the most boring thing to happen. Yeah. You know, Usos yeah. come in, they wonk the finish. Um, I don't, and, and they call it a no contest. Yeah. But otherwise I just, I don't know what's going to happen there. You would think there'd be some sort of story beat given that there's a lot going on right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There'd have to be, you definitely, there definitely has to be some sort of major story. beat. Yeah. There would have to be. Uh, uh, then we had uh, so Charlotte defeated Tony Storm to retain the SmackDown Women's title. I didn't watch this uh, match uh, ha- from based on what you saw. Decent, decent match. Good showing. It was Tony. pretty physical. I mean, we had sort of noticed before that they didn't have a ton of great chemistry in the ring last time we saw them. This was better. Um, yeah, pretty damn physical. This was this was one I was telling you earlier. You know, watching this with the family. This one I was fine putting on, and they were actually they were asking questions about it, like, "Oh wait, who's that person? Who's that person?" And they would see the moves. You know, my mom is still squarely in the "Oh, it's all fake" category. Um, but uh, but still, when you see somebody, when you see Tony Storm in these great German suplexes that she's throwing down, that shit doesn't look fake. You know, it's like they're mm-hmm. actually getting banged up in there. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, but yeah, no, it was it was a solid match. You know, Charlotte gets the win over mm-hmm. Tony Storm. Uh oh, she no. The ref caught that. I forget what the finish was. I didn't write any notes for this. Is Christmas? Yeah, yeah. Uh, then the main event: uh, Drew McIntyre, Kofi Kingston, Xavier Woods. This was a roll up in a miracle on Thirty Fourth Street fight. Uh, defeated the Usos and Bad Cat Boss. Yeah, I didn't watch that. As soon as I saw Corbin, I was like, turn that channel. Not doing that. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. 
there is a Raw tonight. How much of this will actually happen? Uh, I would imagine it's somewhat up in the air. Uh, the only one of these that I, as of like an hour ago that was on the WB website was, oh, there we go. We got the full preview up. And, oh, there the Mysterios will be taking on uh, uh, Street Profits tonight. Um, that's cool. That's fun. So that'll be like a 20-minute match. Yeah. So on WB.com, we have Miz and Maurice are going to renew their wedding vows. Dolph challenging Damian Priest for the U.S. title. Otis versus Randy Orton and then Street Profits versus Ray and Dom for the finals of the RK Bronament. What are the... I'm assuming the uh, whoever wins that is going to get a tag shot at day yeah. one. Yeah. What, are the, what yeah. are the announced matches for day one so far besides Brock and... Well, you got the Fatal 4-Way. You got Big E, Seth Rollins, uh, Lashley, and Kevin Owens. Uh, Becky and Liv. I don't believe Charlotte has an opponent for day one yet. Yeah, that would make sense because they just... They just did mm-hmm. that match on SmackDown. Let's so see. Uh, Usos versus the New Day, Edge and Miz, and then oh, that's right, Drew versus Madcap Moss, which should last no more than thirty seconds. <laughs> right. Yeah. So yeah, it'll be interesting. I mean, they could probably do Becky and uh, and Liv. Their go home can just be like a video package. Mm-hmm. Um, if they're going to keep Becky at home, was Liv mm-hmm. on the uh, was Liv on the list of people? I've, uh, I don't believe okay. so. No. Yeah. Probably just keep her home, do run a video package. Mm-hmm. Um, and then yeah, it'll be interesting to see uh, how they handle all the uh, that the, the main event for the uh, the Raw match, the day one match there. Yeah, Big E, Seth, because Seth's going to be at home. So they did announce last week that uh, Amos and AJ um, was going to go down tonight too. It's not on dot com here. So Kevin Owens is not listed in the group of people that are being pulled. No, he actually was. He had a match against Edge at the uh, Madison Square Garden house. Gotcha. I believe it was a cage match. Oh, that's fun. Yeah, so we'll probably see Kevin Owens just come out and cut a promo or something. I don't know. It'll be interesting. Probably still right. They probably don't even know right now, so it's silly speculating, I guess. Anyways, uh, would you like to answer some questions? Yeah, let's answer some questions. All right, let's do that. Uh, let's see here. I have a thread on the Twitter, and here we go. First up from the Wrestle Dude. What was something you didn't expect to happen in 2021 that actually ended up happening? He says mine was Christian becoming a world champion. Well, I didn't see that happening. No, didn't but see that happening either. Was there anything that you expected that you actively thought this isn't going to happen, and then it did happen? Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. 
Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Uh, I didn't. I did not expect. I mean, one of the obvious ones is uh, I didn't expect Owens and Zayn to re-sign with WWE, and that mm-hmm. totally happened. I actively thought that was not. But I guess yeah, yeah, going, yeah. yeah, even going into going into 2020, I didn't know the contract status of Kevin Owens. I don't think anybody did. But well, besides him, um, but I knew that Sami Zayn's contract was coming up in the fall. We all knew that, and yeah. and he still re-signed with the WWE. I expected him to go to AEW. Um. It's not that I didn't expect Adam Cole to ever go to AEW. I didn't expect it to happen this year. Yeah. You know, by all indications, his contract had more, seemingly had more time on it. Even he thought his contract had more time on it. Yeah, yeah. And then in in August, it expired. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that was a bit surprising. Yeah. Um, yeah, I never, uh, White Brown here mentions Big E winning the WWE title. Going into the year, I didn't, I didn't know that, that would be, a possible. Who was the WWE champion? Was it Lashley going into? No, Drew was it the was champion. Drew. Going into the year, it was huh? Drew going into it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, let's see here. I mean, we had heard at that point. We had heard that they had plans for Big E, but I never thought it was going to get past the Intercontinental Championship. Oh, I mean, a lot of the the releases this year were pretty damn surprising. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Really surprising. That is true. That is totally true. Uh, Jason Lewis says, what's a new year's resolution you would make from a professional standpoint for going in raw? We've talked a little bit about stuff that we have planned for the new year. I think we're going to try to do more regular going in retro reviews, going in mm-hmm. raw views. Mm-hmm. Um, well, you got the SummerSlam one up right now. Um, yeah, that's a major one. There's, there are some merch items that I'd love to, to sort of get off the ground. Like, you know, I think friend the the friendo merch stuff has its place. It's 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 decent quality stuff. You know, designs. If there's a silly in joke that we want to put up, then we can do that on the quick. But at the same time, I'd like to get back to friendo market with the, the premium shirt sticker packs. Mm-hmm. Maybe drop mm-hmm. a hoodie. We've been talking about that. Yeah, um, that'd be nice. I'd like to do that. Uh, all in all, just sort of like keep on growing our stuff and uh, and try to you know make sure that we're doing stuff that the friendos want to see and that we really enjoy doing because I think mm-hmm. that sort of is, is hand in hand. I don't know. Yeah, what do totally. you think? No, I, I don't disagree with any of that. Um, I mean, there's some things just from a personal perspective that I would like to try to accomplish or at least do better at. I mean, I'm not much of a New Year's resolution type guy. But, you know, at the same time, I know there's things that I could I could always do better, so I'll aim to do that. I like having, even if it's fairly arbitrary, I like having... Um, a moment, and I think the New Year is always a good time. It's it's not necessarily oh I'm gonna I want to do this in the new. It's a good time to sit back and reflect and like okay what can we do? Like what what have we done this year that has mm-hmm. worked? What have we done that because we made a lot of changes this year that I thought worked really really well. Mm-hmm. Um, going into the new year, how can we continue to do that? I think it's a it's a good time to to sit back and reflect. That, that's how I look at New Year's resolutions. I want to draw a lot more. I really like the 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 October Inktober thing that I did. I'd like to try to make that do that on a more regular basis. I'm going to try to put those together for like a sketchbook that I'm going to sell. Oh, that's good. Um, so yeah, you know, uh, make more money. Greg Morris says, if Brock beats Roman at day one, does that negate the last year plus of storytelling? Brock doesn't need the rub of beating Roman. I don't think it has anything to do with anybody needing any rub. 
does it make for an interesting story? If they can finally yeah. tell a good story with Brock and Roman, I don't see why anybody would be against that. Yeah. I mean, right now they're at the point with Roman that I've seen it. Some people are talking about how he's grown stale, that his title reign's grown kind of boring. I don't mean I, that's, that's not my opinion necessarily, but I've seen that talk. So if, if this is, is, is a means by which they can give Roman some more dimension, make him a more complex character and therefore a more interesting character, then yeah, I'm all for it. I'm all for it. Yeah. No, I, I don't disagree with that at all. What a great idea here in the chat. Concert Crap says, create your own. This is something that I really want to do. It's just really kind of ambitious. Create your own Quizlemania. But he says, base it on press your luck. I don't know how we'd be able to do that. But, yeah. but I would love to do our own game show. I would love. And like I know we had had the idea of doing a tag team, like an exclusive tag team you know, a uh, thing that's more like a newlywed game, right? Newlywed game. Yeah. 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 But also like M. Xavier here mentions family feud. I know that's sort of a category they do on Quizlemania, but the, to bring that to like yeah. maybe factions in the, in the pro wrestling uh, internet community. Yeah. That could be. What about, fun. what about a, a game like Tic Tac Doe? Remember that one? I don't remember that one. Oh, okay. I'm it's assuming it's just Hollywood like tic tac toe, but with it's money. It's basically involved. Hollywood Squares. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh yeah. Or like the match. The match game could be a fucking blast. You bring two like viewers on, and mm -hmm. then we got our celebrity panel. <laughs> a panel of, of of internet wrestling YouTubers that or podcasters. Would be, uh, that would be a lot of fun. Amazing. That could be a lot of fun. Uh, Shane's birthday tweet. How would you feel if they put the tag titles on Bobby, Adam, and Kyle over teams like Jurassic Express, Santana Ortiz, uh, or uh, or Best Friends? Um, I, that's why I think they need either a faction title or a trios title. Or trios, yeah, I do. I, I think you it would depend that. on the story they were telling by having a undisputed error when the tag titles it would just depend on the story they're trying to tell and if it's an interesting story that's going to advance things and cool if not then i don't know let's put them on i mean i'm happy the lucha brothers have them i'd be happy if santana ortiz finally won them um i mean it all depends on the story they're telling it's gotta be next here, here's the thing out of you mentioned some great teams santana ortiz has to be next has to be. I don't give a shit what story they want to tell. They have to be next. After that, Redragon to Dragon again is a classic. To, dude, that is a solid team. That yep. is a team that absolutely. Um, I don't really think that Jurassic Express. I don't really think they need. I don't really care too much. I like Jungle Boy. I think I, he should join the elite. Um, the men of the year. I don't. I don't really care about the men of the year. I, I think they're both great, but as long as they're with Dan Lambert doing stuff that I don't care about, I personally, is it just me? I don't give shit. All right, Santana Ortiz need to be next. Tony, hey Tony, this is Steve from Russell Juice and going in, huh? I have a question. No, you could say going in, uh, and then Russell Juice after that. You know, <laughs> Tony, this is Steve from going in Russell Juice. See, that's both, right? Fine. Uh, got a question for you. You beat Tony in this situation. Tony, I got a question for you. Yes. Santana Ortiz need to be the next tag champions. Okay. Thank you. And then I sit down. And then we never get invited to anything again. Never. Never. 
Next question. Uh, Paul next Finch. Question. Paul Finch. Yeah. Pick a wrestler from each promotion slash brand who have never been world champion, but you'd like to see them win it in 2022. Okay, so when I said when he says never been world champion, I'm going to include the NXT championship there too. Yeah, I'm trying to think of people who have never won a world championship, regardless of the promotion they've been in. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. That will win one in whatever promotion they're in now. Do you count the TNT title as a world title? It's it's the one B to the AEW championships one A, so I consider the AEW title the world title. Okay, so to, oh, okay. my mind is okay. the top belt. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Or yeah, the yeah. case, the top belts because yeah. they have top belts for both shows. Uh, I would Malachi Black. I'd good, like to see him. Answer. I'd like to see him win the AEW world title. I don't know if it's going to happen, but I'd like to see that happen. So if we don't include count. NXT as a world title, then for Raw or SmackDown, it'd be Finn Balor. He's, oh, he's won he the Universal, Universal yet. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. He had it for a day. Forgot yeah. about that. Yeah. For a moment. Mm, uh, I'm trying to think of. Uh, oh, Mustafa Ali. Oh, what a good On main name. roster. That's a great name. He's great. He's great at everything. If you give him something, he's great at it. He's great. And I don't know why they they don't push him more because he's great. I wonder what that universe looked like where he uh, was in that elimination chamber match. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see here, Taylor Sexton. Who is wrestling's biggest overachiever? Meaning, what wrestling figure went above and beyond the potential they seemed to have? Uh, I'd put Alexa Bliss's name on that because I never really saw it in NXT. Um, I'd put Carmella on that list. I think Carmella's terrific. And then as much as I hate saying it, Baron Corbin. I think that it's it's a crime what they've done with him creatively because I think he could be huge. But like, yeah. man, they booked him into just being an annoying guy. I know. I know. Those are all good answers. Yeah. Uh let's see here. Joel Hartman. Hey, Steven Larson with Cody winning the TNT championship. Oh, still feels good. Uh, name your top five challengers and who right now can challenge him next. Well, I think you got to look at guy. He's been in a feud with Malachi. I think that's down the line. I think the most, the first challenger is going to be either Scorpio sky or probably Ethan page. Cause Cody's already beaten Scorpio sky. Well, sky is also high in the rankings. Yeah. So like, I think he would have like, maybe there'd be That'd like be a his third shot. The TNT title for him to lose again. That would suck. It's probably he can't. I wonder if he can just sort of bank his ranking. <laughs> I'd like to put this in the bank for a day when the challengers are a bit more up my alley. <laughs> can I do that, please? Um, you gotta go. You gotta circle back around to Miro, maybe. Yeah. Although maybe Miro versus Hangman be a preferable. Oh, that'd be great. You know, situation. That would be great. Uh, do you see, man? God, I forgot to mention this. Tony Nice. Was had his eyes on Hook. Saw that. Is that going to end up bad for Tony Nese? Mm-hmm. Would you believe that? There's certain guys that you you know you build up a guy and you believe it. Like the Bear guy, I don't really know much about him. I believe that he can lose against Hook. Uh, Fuego, totally believable because a terrible record. Tony Nese, that's a that's a decent name. He goes in there. I I, I I'm really interested to see how they make it look. 
given Tony Nese, I'm look, I know he he did plenty in 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 the 205 division in WWE. Yeah. Yeah. But like he's a solid wrestler. Like he really, really good wrestler. he took yeah. Sammy to his limit. Hooks he did. brand new. Yeah. Um I'd love to see that. Just see how they make it look believable that Hooks beats Tony Nese. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. Yeah, or do they just get that first loss out of the way for Hook? And see, and we get to see, we add some dimension to Hook seeing how he deals with loss. How would you do it? Uh, right now, I'd have Hook win. Nice. <laughs> Taz, Taz mission in, in two minutes. Well, I, I guess the idea is if you're going to have a match between Hook and Tony Nese, that's really the first match where you really push to see what hook can do over the course of a longer that, match. right yeah. at least at yeah, least right. 10 12 minutes yeah yeah you get them in there you see what kind of story they can tell and then and then if hook does well again then onward yeah you know or if or if for a reason he struggles there then you know okay we got to keep him in this kind of comfort zone of five minute matches where you can showcase what he can do until he can get more experience under him yeah uh anthony bias says shibata's match for wrestle kingdom is going to be a catch rules wrestling match who do you feel should be his opponent? Yeah, that's, they haven't announced who his opponent's going to be yet. I don't believe. Let's take COVID out of the like COVID. Let's say let's say that they can bring in anybody, because like mm-hmm. with COVID, you just don't know. I don't know who who's going to be, or if they they're not going to be able to get you know their their best guy. I mean, uh, Asian Mur here brings up uh, uh, Gabriel Kidd. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's he just graduated from the LA Dojo, I believe. Yeah, like I mean, it, I would imagine it wouldn't shock me if it was an LA Dojo guy. Yeah, I mean, she you know, works with those guys. A fun name would be uh, uh, Josh Barnett. That'd got be history a great in New name. Japan. What a terrific name! Um, you know, the guy behind Bloodsport now. That's good. I think that'd be awesome. Ooh, Gresham, Dark Tank Lucha brings up Gresham. He's on that mm-hmm. Ring of Honor tour right now. It's awesome. Yeah, yeah. That's 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 solid stuff. He's gonna he's gonna be great. at that Impact pay per view. The Hard to Kill one. He is. Are we gonna cover that? We, we should watch that. be good. It's the same day as Bell the Belts the eighth. Same day, yeah. Battle of the Belt is only an hour. Oh, that's only an hour, really? Yeah. Shit, yeah. yeah. Let's do it. Is it all going to be in a block? Did Impact program around Battle of the Belt? That I don't know. They probably would. Huh? You'd think so. You like they did it before. Yeah, I'm down for that. What day is that? Like the eighth or something? Sixth? The eighth Saturday. Eighth? The week after uh, day New one. Day. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, um, Kobe asks, "Who are your best guesses for the men and women's winner of the Owen?" Oh man. We've had this question. Ruby Soho. Before. Ruby Soho. Ruby's a great name. Yeah. Uh, I'd say Ruby Soho or 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 Statlander. Who was uh I would say Ruby would be perfect. The men they interviewed, it was Cole Spears. Spears. Matt Hardy. Yeah, those aren't really good names to win the Owen. I feel like the Owen needs to be like a solid mid card dude, you know? Yeah. Like um Ethan Page would be a cool name for the Owen. Yeah, I was thinking Ethan Page. That'd be kind of neat. That'd be kind of neat. Uh White Brownie for twenty twenty two. What are some things you guys would like to cut back on and or improve on the channel? So we talked a little bit about New Year's resolutions. I think one thing that we'll probably end up doing and we both talked about it, I think we're both on board, is um, moving the NXT review to Wednesday nights along with the Dynamite review in the same 
boat in the same podcast. Yeah. And then doing like uh, some mini going in raw views for mm-hmm. like the, the early Wednesday show. Yeah. Um, that way we'd be able to do more going in raw views and that'd be fun. That would be fun. That would and be fun. When we would do like, and so it's not like a whole freaking pay-per-view every single week. We do like individual episodes of like ECW, old nitros, old raws. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that could that could be fun. I'd like to do that. Uh, someone suggested a comment for the SummerSlam 2005 review. We, we'd look at some old TNA Impact. I shows. would love to do that, and I think that'd be a lot of fun. I would love to do that. Go in the Impact idea. Zone. Uh, RK asks uh, now that Steen and Generico aren't showing up, how does Revolution 2022 end? You got Wyndham, you got Keith Lee. Oh man, so many names. You got some great names. Yeah, potentially show up. Yeah. I'm trying to think who else. Briscoes. Yeah, that might happen sooner than that, though. I think you're right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, wild dude, who's a wrestler you ended up liking more than you originally thought you would? Who's a wrestler you ended up liking less than you originally thought you would? I never imagined from what I saw, even when he was sort of being himself during that small period of time in WWE, that Luke Harper would end up becoming what he was in AEW. And that that's it just absolutely completely bums me out from a fan's perspective. Mm-hmm. I never I never realized that I would be into him that much. And he completely you know, dude, as as wrestling fans, and same thing with Miro, to be honest with you. If you can have a career that lasts as long as they as those guys did, because Rusev was probably in WWE like five years or something. Uh Harper probably around five years of us getting to know them as those characters. And then they go into a place changing the perception of who the fans see you as to such a degree that like, man, Brody, I saw him as a potential AEW world champion. Mm-hmm. Miro, I see that, you know, where when I first saw them, oh, man, it's just sort of it's Rusev. And I liked Rusev well enough. I never saw him as a world champion guy. But Miro, yeah, absolutely. Brody, a thousand percent. So, yeah. Who's someone that you thought you'd like more than you end up liking? Um, I, so here's, here's kind of an answer for that. I don't, given that AEW has been pretty damn successful in sort of like rebranding people to get the most out of them. I'm kind of surprised that I'm so lukewarm on Andrade. Mm. Like, I feel like either they just haven't been able to get on the same page with him in terms of here's how we do it. Or he simply doesn't have that thing. That's just there that I'm like, Oh man, I still love his matches. He's Mm -hmm. a terrific wrestler. I just, I don't, you know, I'm, I'm still waiting on that, you know? Yeah. And I don't yeah. know when, that, when or if that's going to happen. It's a consistency aspect where, you know, you see it when he's on, but then he's off TV for weeks, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, so when, when Neville was, was oh, like basically wow. superhero guy, I was like, this guy's a really good wrestler. I just don't yeah. get any sense of who he is as a character. But once the, once he, he turned heel and he, he was doing the bastard thing mm-hmm. and WB, I was like, oh man, this guy is great. Yeah. Great. Yeah. So good. In, in, in a lot of 
aspects is, you know, this person's a really good wrestler, but I want to see more from a character perspective. Usually once I see more from a character perspective, I'm like, oh, this person is, yeah, they're a great wrestler, but man, what a fantastic performer they are yeah, all sure. around, you yeah. know? Yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. You know, like in AEW, it's the situation where so often wrestlers in WWE are kind of saddled with bad creative mm -hmm, mm -hmm. or inconsistent creative. And you go in not just AEW, anywhere. You know, yeah. they leave WWE, they go somewhere else, they have an opportunity to maybe have more input into their characters. Look at Kenta. And, Look at Kenta. Yeah. My yeah. God. He had that great promo today about why he's best American. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Look at how I pronounce Costco. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was great. It was so good. Oh, he's so, I love Kenta. God, I love him so much. Yeah, he's so good. He's so good. Uh, let's see here. Uh, we will end on this one. This is a good one from Nikhil. He says, how do you summarize this year in pro wrestling? I would say here's a word that it sort of has an ambiguous Meaning because it could be good or bad. Realignment. I feel like because 2020 was so fucked up because of pandemic, 2021, we started to see how people recovered from that for good and bad. For Unfortunately for WWE, it meant a lot of people lost their jobs. They're like, hey, we, we spent all this time hoarding talent. Now we're going to release a ton of them. Mm -hmm. um, on the upswing, AEW had a killer year rebounding from pandemic where they signed a bunch of great names, put on some amazing matches, amazing shows. Um, the independent scene seemed to really try to come back with a vengeance. Um, and so I would say like it was a real realigning period. It was like, okay, mm -hmm. we got out of this. How are things going to start working themselves back out? Yeah, no, that's good. Uh, the one word that popped in my head was fulcrum because this seems like a pivot point potentially. And we won't know this for several years. Um, you know, between the reemergence as of the independence, and you see wrestlers who get released by WB, Matt Cardona, go out in the Indies, just do absolutely fantastic, just work. amazing stuff, just amazing yeah. work. You know, you see AEW out there signing names, being a competition for talent. Uh, you know, with WB, you see Impact doing good stuff. Um, this seems like it could be a pivot point in in in, in wrestling. Again, we won't know for a number of years where. The dominance the WWE has enjoyed for decades isn't threatened, but you can see more serious competition arise given the landscape now. I think you could see, yeah, you could just see that there's there's an alternative out there. You know, WWE's doing their their thing, AEW's doing their thing. And like if you're a fan of pro wrestling these days, and especially in twenty twenty one. Man, you can you can get what you want, you know. You can get what you want. I got, I want to check out that DDT Pro show uh, yeah. uh from the this past weekend. That looked like really good stuff. Mm -hmm. Um anyways, that's going to do it for us. Thanks everybody for tuning in. Twitch chat will stick around for a little bit. We'll be back tomorrow with our raw review and until next time, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. 
Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. 